Friends, folks of all kinds and creeds, welcome back to Cerulea, our wild world of adventure under a multicolored sky. I am Damien Ashcroft, your dungeon master. Joining me at the table today are Ashley Blitchenden. What up? Carolina Furman. What up? And you and Laurie. You copied me. What up? <laughs> yeah, good. Uniform and succinct. Just what I like. For a bit of a recap, shall we, on last episode, we began the second chapter of our chronicle and opened up on our new friend, Gub Fiddens, Eladrin Bard, troubadour of the Great Plains, arriving in the city for the first time, stepping off the wonderful lightning-powered train and straight into a fucking riot. Insulted the first dragonborn he saw That's it. and then got killed. Um, not entirely killed. It was, it was close, though. You did fine. At the beginning, yes, we saw this great train station on the eve of another festival in the mid-spring. The old guard, the remnants of the city guard from before the climactic fucking, what are they, events of last <laughs> chapter. We saw them facing off against the newly established Red Guard, some wild and crazy elves who are trying to take back rulership of the city under the charismatic leadership of now Lord Mayor Thickboy the Red. We had our friend Gub get a bit caught up in the middle of that. The elves showed up and started throwing fire. The guards showed up and started trying to control the northern train station. We had Elsie and Mugwort walk in mm. in search of mushrooms, I believe it was. Yes, yep. and other such provisions. Rat Mugwort didn't want a piece of the fight, but seeing her mushroom vendor uh, engaged in the midst of the melee, attempted to push through the crowds, although she was severely thwarted. She didn't have much room, really. She didn't have much room to grow. Um, but Elsie <laughs> was able to slip, slip, slip in through the crowds, collect the mushrooms, and spot our new friend, he Gubfish. Was, he, he, he was, was a fun guy. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> Damn. Um, Damn she managed to spot Gub oh, as he was brutally excoriated by a hippogriff um, and spent the rest of the fight making death saves. So Elsie and Mugwort got together, they got the mushrooms, they tried to fight off some hippogriffs and some elves, and then kobolds started falling from the sky and chased the old guard off, and the fight was. Wait, did they fall from the sky? They they repelled from the ceiling because you oh, guys are like true. underground. Yes. On like they ropes. Like a SWAT yeah. team. Magic ropes. Absolutely. Rope trick ropes. And uh, our friend Mugwort busting out her most sensational mum voice, pulling the ear of the elven cleric, um, who I'm calling Radley. Radley the Red. Um, Radley or Bradley? Radley. Oh, it's got to be pretty rad. That's rad. And he's got a big mohawk. It's got to be rad. He'll be back. Um, Wadley. But Mugwort diffused the fight between the elves and the kobolds, telling them that they were all being very, very silly, and they quietly scurried off. Were any of them your children? Uh, no. 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 I also have a special mushroom. (laughs) And you have that special glowing green mushroom, I believe, yeah. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. Elsie played to Mugwort's sympathies and encouraged them to bring this strange wild elf back to their place. Before the beginning of the festival, the new great race, the scavenger hunt that's due to start on the morrow, our new Lord Mayor, Thick Boy from the Red Zeppelin, uh, announced to the city just before we went to bed that the prize for the scavenger hunt is not just a truly grand sum of money, but the key to the now empty house Heartfire, which is all very exciting for the city in general. It's basically just who wants to be a fucking rich ass noble? It's a good show. It's yeah. good. Yeah. 
Uh, so Eddie Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? Sorry. He wants to be a rich house noble. He wants to be a rich house noble. <laughs> Eddie Maguire. Hosts oh yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He wants to be a millionaire. I'm with you. Dun, dun. I no, got there. That guy. Um, that was Law and Order. That was. They should also play. Can we put Eddie Maguire in Law and Order? It's like. Uh, all right. So where the fuck are we? We are at Mugwort's yes. Pie Shop. Um, for those uh, at home, based on last session's misadventures, um, we have changed the rules for Mugwort's Fry Pan. So anybody who uh, plays in their own campaigns, if you're thinking about using the cook class, which is brilliant, it's on the DMs Guild, um, that now has an official use as a versatile two-handed weapon, much like a quarterstaff. But the new rule for Mrs. Mugwort is that she can use her reaction on any turn that she doesn't attack with it to turn it into a shield and get that plus two armor class, which is nice. nice. It's called the big fuck off fry pan. Um, so <laughs> the evening passes pleasantly enough. Mm. And could I just say thank you for what, just helping existing me? or well, if without those mushrooms, I wouldn't be here because in we your house saved the mushrooms That's and it. saw you. Um, in the speaking mean, of house, Mugwort, yes. would you like to describe uh, oh. the shop and the environment that we find ourselves in? It's going to feel like we're getting at home. The way that I picture Mugwort's house is, you know how you get those houses in like the Netherlands where everyone wants their house to face the town square. Yeah. So you've got like really, really narrow fronts. And then as the house goes out, it kind of like balloons out. So it's a very narrow opening and then it kind of gets bigger as you go in. So I imagine that's what Mugwort's whole shop and house looks like. So you have a shop on the ground level with the entryway being quite small and then a slightly larger eating area and then the kitchen being quite a bit bigger in the background, butting out into like a small garden. And then upstairs is all of the houses and things. But because I've had... These children over a period of time. I wasn't raising all. It's like old Mother Hubbard shoe, where yeah. there's like just bedroom. You just on keep bedroom, adding on top, on, on top, on top, on top. And they're all at weird angles. Yeah, and bunks you know, bunks. It's three, four kids to a room at various points. But uh, I there's like just pictures of my kids all over the shop, and like those little handprints in clay. And, oh, and don't forget the door, Mrs. Mugwort, where you have all of their heights measured. Yes, and it's just, just, it's just this huge mess. And you even measured yeah, Elsie. At this point, like the whole wall is just like a big scratch mark. And right down the bottom, <laughs> it's Elsie. Elsie's height. Yes. Yes. Right yes, down the bottom is Elsie's height. Half as tall as um, anybody. <laughs> and uh, I think I've only got a handful of children who still live with me. Most of my children have have moved out, so it feels quite a bit roomy at the moment which I'm definitely not sad about. And uh, it, it doesn't make me a little bit happy to have more people in my house at the moment. I... It does or it doesn't? She's doing that bit where she's so stoic and shit. Uh, sorry, Mrs. Mugwort. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yeah, so... Describing yourself. And then I'm... Um, the way I see it, I have the kitchen downstairs and that kind of keeps the bottom half of the, the house and shop warm. And then upstairs, I have like a living room right in the middle, which has a fireplace. And then all the other rooms sort of radiate out and up. Easy. Ooh. Not, not all of the That's sort of Dutch style where it's like um, big wood cross beams and then like bricks and clay filled in in the in between. Not all of the extensions have been necessarily approved <laughs> by the city. But also whenever anyone has come around to inspect it, uh, I've just fed them so much pie they fell asleep. <laughs> so it's Perfect. never come up. How many um, of beautiful. the rooms have been converted to grow fungi or 
None. I buy my own fungus. Oh. Stop trying to make fungi happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I already happen. lost that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're implying that I, I grow funny mushrooms, I definitely don't. <laughs> there, was, there was a wink. There was a wink. There was a wink. Um, beautiful. So this is where we are. Mrs. Mugwort's shop. Is there anything in particular you guys want to get in in the evening before the next day dawns? Well, Mrs. Mugwort, we've got to get ready, don't we? Ready for the... The scavenger hunt. You are going to do it with me, aren't you? Sorry, what scavenger hunt? The giant scavenger hunt. If we win, we get the key to house Heartfire and, I think, money. Why would I want that house? I have my own house. Oh, but... You know, property value uh, for your retirement. Uh, you have lots of children. Maybe they could rent out rooms. What's you could retirement? even have an extra sh- extra shop. Retirement is when you stop working, when uh, you're old. Well, that won't be for a very long time, <laughs> so I don't have to worry about it. Do I, Elsie? <sighs> All right, what, then. What, what does one have to do to enter into this scavenger hunt? Well, I think you actually just have to turn up on top of the hill at the crack of dawn tomorrow morning uh, and you bring forth one spoon and a bowl of dirt and you take it there. Spoon and a bowl of dirt? (laughs) It's to signify scavengers need both food and a strong foundation underneath them to win the hunt. How very poignant. It's a very poignant scavenger hunt. Mrs. Mugworth, may I... Mugworth? Mugwort. Mugwort. (laughs) (laughs) May I borrow a spoon? <laughs> I just wanted to buy my mushrooms. I didn't want to do this stupid scavenger hunt. Every time I get involved in this city's stupid events, there's an all, but I get head into a rat. And I'm done. I'm done with it. If you want to go do this scavenger hunt, you can you can go do it yourselves. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, Mrs. Magmort, what? What? <laughs> Don't you see? This is a chance to earn back your respect. Any respect that's lost by you being, you know, a little furry. I wasn't aware that I had lost the respect of this city. Abigail's like, I do have to scrub a lot of graffiti off the front windows. <laughs> Are you not normally furry? We had a crazy last couple of weeks, months. A period of time. There was an undefined. And I got sucked into it and it turned me into a rat person. It killed most of the upper class. Now society's in a bit of turmoil. So we're having this scavenger hunt, which seems like a weird timing, but also could be good. Who knows? I guess that explains the rat folk. Yes. That were chanting your name. Jimothy's like, yeah, if we get the house, then like we could all, you could move in there. We could sublet all the rooms. Like, think of the business opportunity. We could open up a chain in in the upper city. Can I, like, do a persuasion <laughs> to persuade her to go on the scavenger hunt? Yeah. Do I have to roll to resist it? Um, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm actually trying to, like, um, work on more thorough persuasion mechanics because you guys do tend to do a lot more sort of talking and dealing with people rather than just actively trying to bash their faces in. So let's suggest take Mrs. Mugwort's um, proficiency and wisdom modifier and set them to the standard DC base of Eight, to give yourselves like a sort of a level of resistance to being persuaded. Typically, of course, PCs don't persuade against each other, but let's test it out. Uh, well, my wisdom is 16 and my proficiency is plus two. So starting at a base DC of eight, your proficiency brings that up to 10. And then with a wisdom of 16, you have a DC of 13. So let's say if Elsie can beat a persuasion of 13, um, 
then you are successfully I've got a plus six improved. on persuasion, buddy. <laughs> Lol, three. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, nine. Orcs. Ah. Um, Mrs. Mugmore, perhaps um, if you clearly don't enjoy company all that much. <laughs> so perhaps if you were to help Elsie uh, and, well, myself, I don't have anywhere to live, uh, win the treasure hunt. I have nothing against company. I have, I have nothing against you two having a lovely time. What I have is a problem with getting involved with the silliness of this city. I've lived here for some time, selling my pies, raising my children, and never have I had a single problem until I went to that gnome rave and then got involved with all of this conspiracy nonsense. Okay, Mrs. Mugwort, how about we just, uh, we forget about it. I've got this, um, glowing mushroom. Shall we eat it? Uh, no. <laughs> can, can can I see it, please? Oh, um, it was an extra. The mushroom man um thought it was special for me. Yes, that's it. Here it is. Uh, can I like inspect the mushroom? Ooh, yeah, sure. Make an intelligence nature check to determine what kind of mushroom it is. I Anybody have else? A plus can... three to nature. <laughs> mm, nice. I don't yeah. think we've ever had a nature one before. Well, we live in a city. It's, well, a, it's a fucking one. Not a one. It's a mushroom. It this glows in the dark. is a truly unique mushroom. You have never seen its like or ilk. It's probably not even in the Book of Round Things. Oh, my God. Shit. Um, I do know. Is it triangular? <laughs> if I don't know what it is, and I've been round. buying and Just cooking so with mushrooms for a number of years, I'm going to assume it's dangerous. So I'm going to take it away from Elsie. And then going to put it in a little Tupperware, not Tupperware, like a little... Tupperware! <laughs> <laughs> a, Technology isn't um, quite that advanced yet. In a, I, uh, I meant to say, in a, terracotta. In a bag. In a terracotta. Yeah. A uh, little jar. I'm going to put terracotta it out Terracotta who? Hardly know her. Thanks, Diane. Um, a reach. And I'm going to put it on in a, in, a, in a high place that Elsie can't reach. Beautiful. Oh, Mrs. Mugwort, you wrote all my fun. It's dangerous, Elsie. <laughs> cool. Um... As the, as the night passes, Elsie, if you'd like to make, say, a, uh, a stealth and a sleight of hand check, yeah, you can well. just steal your we fucking mushroom, mushroom back. back. Being like a rogue, you've over, got that in the, the bag. Over the course of the evening, uh, uh, talk more to Mug- Mrs. Mugwort. Um, I mean, there is a power vacuum just, at the top right now. Yes. If you're sick of the silliness of the city, then the only, the only answer is, is to act. The is solution. Is to involve yourself in civic... Uh, Responsibility? Activity? Mm. Duty. 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 Sam, you want to complain duty. about the system, you know, you've got to be involved in the system. Elsie says, pocketing the mushroom. <laughs> yeah, I got 20, by that's the way. Stealthy oh, nice. as fuck. Just that's gone. actually not a bad argument. I think that's swaying my character I'm a little quite bit. quite charismatic. Yeah. You that's do have up. a lot of charisma. It, it is... I'm not that smart, but... Hypocritical to complain and not do anything about it. Therefore... Mm. Lol. <laughs> I don't see how us Mug having Lord. a fancy rich house would fix the city. Abigail says, look, Mum, we don't need to keep the house or nothing. We just, like, once we've got it, then, you know, maybe you can, like, give it away as, like, a really magnanimous gesture, make it everyone work together and stuff. For your political operations. An office. The prestige. Elsie, yes. there are quite a lot of orphans who live in the city who would like somewhere to live. Let's not be so hasty. How many orphans would you say are currently living in this city? Um, Let me have a think. Uh, The city is approximately how many people again? Let me just think. Five, six hundred thousand. Five, six hundred thousand. Orphans, I'd say 
Uh, I have a few friends, so maybe about a hundred. Hundred. And how many how many rooms does this mansion have? Oh, hundred and one. <laughs> so orphans can share as well if there's more than a hundred. My estimate's off. <laughs> well, <laughs> we could have an orphanage. I'm entirely too nice. I will enter the scavenger hunt on the condition that if we get this mansion, when we get the mansion, <laughs> we give it to the orphans. Well, yes, let's do it. We could. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> give it away. It's the right thing to do. Timothy's like, look, man, we got to win first, all right? Let's yeah. not die. Well, we'll still we'll keep Everybody the money. Everybody, you know, Timothy, stop being a party pooper. Hey, look, I'm just saying, my uh, my 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 friend Gerald, you know, he was in the um, he was in the thieves guild. You know, he's uh, you know that guy you told me not to hang out with. Yes, I, Gerald. I can't hang out with him because last year he got killed by one of the people. <laughs> Yeah, it was awkward. Well, His maybe Gerald would have uh, done better if he wasn't running with the wrong crowd. Yes. Also, uh, we've just survived a giant turmoil orb business, and uh, we're mostly fine. So, right. so there, Jimothy. Except the fur. Shh! Don't mention the, the fur. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys go to bed. Everything's. Uh, <laughs> I want to tuck Elsie into <laughs> the, the bed. Oh, good night, Mrs. Mugwort. Can you tell me a story? Yes. Once upon a time, you went to sleep. The end. <laughs> I don't like that one. I read her a better one, but I'm not going to do it on air. But it was <laughs> Is that beautiful. A weird one? It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, just be less boring to listen to. That's okay. It. Special episode. <laughs> Mugwort's yeah. bedtime story. Behind the screen. Okay, this this will be our, one of our maybe uh, future Patreon tiers. We can have a <laughs> Mugwort's bedtime stories, maybe. Oh, yeah. I'd be up for that. Get in the comments. Fun. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. The next morning comes around. Imagine Mugwort gets up pretty early, gets things going in the kitchen so the pies are ready for the day. I imagine you're gearing up to make sure that the shop can run without you if you go to this announcement. Well, I've got my regular kids, Jimothy and Abigail. Jimothy and Abigail are on hand. I've never awoken to such amazing smells before. It's sensational. I I wander to the kitchen and I just, I pick up the first pie that's in front of me and start eating it. I slap your hand. (laughs) What is in this? Pie. A pie inside a pie? It's Oh, that's new. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pie duckin'. A piekin. A piekin. Pie pie um, Lovely. Before things get rolling, Mrs. Margot, some of your very sort of early morning customers come in, people sort of getting ready for the day, lots of tradesmen and laborers. The door rings and a raucous crowd of elves in red clothing come in about half a dozen of these new red guard come in and be like all right mrs mugwort give us some pies then all right i'll have uh i want two salmon uh jared what do you want give me a fucking tuna yeah we're gonna have a tuna we're gonna have a old mate this guy he eats he eats three pies oh can like, i have oh, your new pie ducking thank you yeah. keen as fuck we got a carb load before this hunt um and they're just getting rowdy as hell all right, I tell them that mm-hmm. they will they will get their pies the second they settle down and behave properly. Do you want to make a persuasion check? Yeah, I feel like Mugwort took a lot of shit last season, and she's just yes. done. She's just she's not taking anymore. If they um, don't settle, they're not getting pies. I'm going to give you advantage on this because uh, of your feats yesterday in quelling the. Uh, it's a seventeen yeah. plus three. Hell yeah. Dirty 20, as we say. They go, oh yeah, fucking Rat Queen. She was like, Rudy was talking about her. Okay, shut up, shut up, everyone shut up. Uh, And they sort of do their best to sit quietly. And in the background, I'm just whispering, Rat Queen, Rat Queen. 
<laughs> who the fuck is the new guy? Shut up! You can't talk while we're waiting for the pies. It's like who's this? All right, I I give each of them their pies and Probably. ask how their mothers are going and if they're going well in school and making sure to. Mason, like fucking school, isn't it going to be school this year? School is out forever. Didn't you hear? Red God, Red God, Red God, Red God, Red God. Now they've got the their second. pies. You have no leverage. They completely get rowdy as hell again. <laughs> Oh, I get out like a, a broom I have in the corner. And I just start like sweeping them out. Like, like, we'll out. see you at the race. Out. We'll see you at the race. Go. We're going to win this house. It's going to be fucking Redguard Central. North side. And they run away. This is Mugwort. Redguard Central. Do you want that to happen to this city? That house? Those boys. Quite preposterous if you ask me. I mean, so there's no noisy. choice, right? But to win. I mean, I've already decided to participate and then <gasps> give the house to I'm orphans. I'm still trying to convince you, though. You need to win the house for the orphans. The better. You if you keep that. persuading her, she might be unpersuaded. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll win it for the orphans. <laughs> you can over-argue. Oh, oh right. Okay, um, <laughs> it's lovely. Cool. The commencement ceremony will happen in what we call the low market. So oh, yes, you a, have to walk up with you soon. I forgot there's a to little, mention that. There's a little spot uh, on the map just inside the interior wall. There's like a bit of big low ground by the east docks in between the Dragonborn and Gnomish Hills, and it's called the Low Market. Uh, so it's a bit of a ways around, but you guys can get the um, the the Mid-City Ring train kind of runs around kind of near to Mrs. Mugwort's house uh, and deposits you at the top of the market. So not too hard to get there. Right, before we head off, I want to pack my little basket with some pies, and I give my kids some very explicit instructions yes. about what they're going to do today. They're already just like, look, uh... I hope this Mrs. Miss Esmeralda's sausage rolls. She said she was going to start like, I don't know, selling some some pretty interesting recipes that are very similar to yours. So her sausage rolls are made of cat. I think I'm fine. <laughs> right, right, right. It's just that uh, somebody said that they were making them out of rat, and it was very awkward. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hate her. Anyway, you should get going. All right, we get going. We should be selling the, that. The, <laughs> I'm going to wrap my headscarf around my head so no one can see, and I've off to go to the scavenger hunt, the scavenger hunt see for the me scavenger hunt. to win a house of old things like lots of trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys pop on the rails, you get to the low market. Uh, it's very early in the morning. The sun is kind of... Uh, we're on the east side, right? So it's going to come out over the plains. Um, there's no sun. Stop saying sun, Damien. Fuck. Um, I've decided canonically that there are no celestial bodies the moon in this is a myth. realm. The sun is, a, is, a, is an ancient myth. Um, the words sun and moon exist uh, in sort of like mythological context, but the sky is just this riot of colour all the time. It just happens to be light and then it goes it dark it, it waxes somehow. It and wanes yes. between the... Hydra multicolored sky. That's what we do. Um, but at some point, it's going to get light, I guess, and there's still somehow a golden hour. We'll figure that out. Never. Um, you gather in the low market. Mm. There's quite a crowd. Mm. This um, scavenger hunt's reward is pretty salacious. So there are people from all walks of life all over the city. Um, maybe salacious is the wrong word. Like attractive. We'll find out. Yeah, it's a bit. That's a bit sexy. Um, sort of it's a pretty sexy house. offer, yeah, man. It's a whole house. house. Thick boy yeah. up on the hill, just um, rubbing his nipples. Thick boy's red zeppelin <laughs> is floating over the low market. The banners. Is that of, what they call it? It's uh, <laughs> house rosy cheeks. It's the red zeppelin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you can see his robust frame atop the palanquin in a sort of viewing platform at the edge of the airship. 
you guys spot a whole bunch of the red guard, a bunch of the old guard, various other factions throughout the city. Thick Boy's voice rings out magically over the low market once again. Oh, people, good people of Duopolis, uh, welcome to the beginning of the great race. Everyone cheers. Um, I've got a bigger spoon! <laughs> That's not compare spoons now! Not the size, it's how you spoon. use it! I only have a teaspoon! I've got the biggest bag of dirt you ever saw! <laughs> I have a salad spoon! My mum made my bowl oh, no. for me! I forgot my spoon! <laughs> Get out of here, Gerald! He says, Alright, people, please let us begin! Everybody knows that the great race is a test. A test for all those heroes who wish to prove their compassion and strength and wisdom and rise to the highest heights of social glory. Now, this year is no exception, though, of course, the reward you're all waiting for, not just the customary thousand gold pieces, but the key to House Heartfire, not just the property, but the title itself. Whoever should so find the keys and bring them to the place of finishing first shall receive a grand title. Shall true heir of House Heartfire be? Oh, good, good, yes, indeed. That is exactly what I said and nothing else. The first, uh, for those of you who may or may not be new in town... That's me. <laughs> That's you, Gubbin. Yes, I'm new. The race consists of three stages. Each day Ooh. at dawn you will be given... The first clue. Each clue shall lead to a key. And once anybody is in possession of the three keys, they can use these mysteries to find the final stage. Is it's that all a key? very mysterious. Uh, that's exactly how we like it. And that's how it is. Ready? Hey! Woo! He um, brings this like big arcane blunderbuss out. Somebody has and hands it to him. He's like, this is wow, excellent. It's uh, a blunderbuss. What a spoon. It's a really big gun. A big spoon? That used to really kill, um, I've got to, uh, like, you know, make, it, make, it, like make an impression pepper. as we begin. Uh, thanks very much to they call this uh, thing, this the gnomes to, for their brilliant new invention. We will start the race. Your first clue is as follows. The first key is in the last place. You put it down. <laughs> And what a crock of shit. Chaos ensues. <laughs> what the are you doing? I you put your keys. I don't know. Did we check my pockets? Some people just immediately start running off. Some groups huddle together and the game is on. All right. Where was, what would you say is the last place that was, the last historically important place built in Duopolis? Uh, historical importance. We know that the, um, again, this is a big city and a, the adventuring capital of the world, many buildings are often destroyed and have to be rebuilt after various calamities. Like the northern port, the train station. Uh, the rail itself is probably Story. the newest kind of invention that's really moving things along. So the grand train stations in the north and south under cities are reasonably new. They've, the caverns might have existed, but the lines that go through them would be relatively new. The stadium is often updated. Peter Piper's house was definitely like fresh, freshly minted. Um, could, you remember could, from having been there Could Thick some Boy weeks be away. talking about his, his Led Zeppelin, the last place he put it down? Could we go um, see our old mates with the voicepers and see if they have a big book of keys? <laughs> Hell yeah. They have a big book of everything else. Why not keys? Elsie, you're a new warlock? Uh, uh, 
Let me have a listen to see if I can find anything on the channels. <laughs> uh, I do my... Welcome to Elf 98.4. I'm sorry, not that one. In today's forecast, 32 and sunny. Well, that's good news, but not that one either. I'm looking for, uh, I don't know, like a, um, what are they called? Um, the uh, patrons. Patrons, the, yes, yes, patrons. patrons. Yes, yes, yes. Anyone, any patrons? A voice from behind you says, hey, uh, wouldn't it be funny if, like, they were actually just your keys and, like, it was just in your house? Uh, but Wouldn't that be stupid? Like, uh, you would be like, whoa, it's a big thing, it is not. Well, I don't have a house. Well, the last place I put my keys were in my basket. <laughs> I pull my keys out of my basket. You notice that your basement key is missing. <gasps> oh, <fuck> <gasps> <sake>. <gasps> <gasps> All right, um... Well, my basement key, if it's anywhere, it'll be in the door of my basement door. Door of my basement door. basement door got a door? Oh, you know, I doors told you she was fancy. Doors, doors within doors. Yeah. Doors, doors. Yeah. Very I've, got a, I've got a, like an inside door and an outside door yeah. to keep the uh, the cool in. Mm. And she has a little door Elsie goes in. So let's, let's go back home and get my basement door key. Okay. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 Going to the basement door. Going to find a core. You all head back to Mugwort's Pies. The morning is wearing on, busy, busy city, because, of course, lots going on. Everyone's kind of rushing to and fro. The normal patterns of traffic are completely muddled as everyone's kind of going in all sorts of unusual directions. Mugwort, as you arrive, business is pretty chill. Abigail and Jimothy are managing quite well. There was a third one, right? Was it Oliver? Uh, no. Jolliver? Oliver. Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Oh, same thing. Jimothy and Jeremiah. <laughs> they're twins. Yeah. So together they're JJ. As you all travel, this is a potential. I want to know if I want to like roll for encounters as you move through the city to see if you get like pickpocketed or like attacked by people. Yeah, do um, it. Okay, so... Uh, you come uh, across a wild Bulbasaur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you travel through the city, please make an encounter check. Which one's that, 20? So it's a D20... Uh, it's just a raw d20 because you just have to decide whether or not something bad oh happens to you. Five. That's bad. 19. Nice. 16. Cool. Um, on that, Gavin. Nobody's n- <laughs> even slightly brave enough to pick on Mrs. Mugwort or Elsie at this point, but Nuke in town la, is la, fucking... La, la, la. Who's Look this guy? pretty um, colours over there. All right, Gub, please make a perception roll, a wisdom check the with perception. The same hippogriff comes and it's got a gun now. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh. It was a three. I'm not very perceptive. Where's my You're perception? like, I'm in a straight. There's a lot of stuff going on, things you've never seen before, the sword five. swallowing. Technology five is terrible. Yep. Uh, what kind of valuables have you got on your person? You got any money? I, uh, I don't think I have any money. Do you have I have a loot. Is about. Well, you had a loot. Yeah. Oh, no. um, that's it. By some, you, you're pretty sure you had it when you got on the train because, like, you you kind of jostling around with people. But somehow, when you guys walk in Mugwort's front door, it's gone, and you just kind of notice all of a sudden. You've been your loot's been looted. It's been looted. Oh, I'm beginning to really dislike the train system in this city. <laughs> Did you leave your loot on the train? Uh, yes. Well, look, maybe. Look, we'll, look what we'll the do train went toot toot. Your loot went loot loot. We'll we'll grab this key. And then we'll go to the transit authority. <laughs> I think I have to um, retrace my steps. If, if it's been picked up on any train, it'll, it'll be lost and found. Mugwort, you arrive at the basement door, finding that the key is not in the keyhole, but the door itself 
is ajar. Oh my god. Alright, I I push the door open very slowly with Elsie behind me and like the um the frying pan up in one hand and I'm just I'm just furious. This is where I keep my good pastry. So mm. if anyone's in here, I'm gonna and they're, not, and they're not related to me. I'm going to wail on them. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, you guys get down to the basement. Everyone, please make a wisdom perception or an intelligence investigation check. Wisdom perception. Fucking for me. two. Oh, 11 with the thing. Nine. You guys are looking around. Mugwort, you're checking, like, obviously all of your own valuable stuff. Your pastries are still here. Yeah. My good haunches of meat. Oh, yeah. All curing just fine. Fresh basket of linens. Hierarchy of the haunches. I've only just arrived. Elsie, as you're kind of walking and checking around, you know, you've got yes. the vantage of this low perspective. Um, yeah. You notice a weird sort of orangey glimmer Ooh. inside of the washing basket. <sighs> Mrs. Mugwort, Gub Gub, what's just, in that basket? Gub. I call you Gub Gub now. As you right. reach in and pick it out, yes, there's a piece of paper with a <gasps> orange glowing, illu- you recognise as an illusory script. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yes. Typically made by warlocks of your own order, which so I can read is it. readable. You guys just see this weird sort of arcane scrawling on this piece of parchment. And Elsie, you read. Uh, How old are you, Elsie? Can you read? Don't ask me such questions. I have more they say, intelligence in my little finger than you do. I don't really, my intelligence isn't that great, but I can read. She didn't leave her loop better in than the yours. train. It's better than mine, well, which is, well, well, no, my intelligence is. 10, 11. Mine's 12. <laughs> <laughs> Just smarter. Um, Elsie, the sentence is, what did they say about the gnome who couldn't stop partying? <gasps> what? Oh, I'll say it to you guys. What did they say about the gnome who couldn't stop partying? Mrs. Mugwort, you know what this means, don't you? It means we have to go see Pied Piper. <laughs> the voice but whispers in your ear, he was raving mad. What? Say that again. He was... He was raving mad. Raving. Get it? Because. <laughs> it was a joke, sorry. Does it say where my key is? The key is also in the washing basket. Okay, so I pick up that. That was a nice coincidence, wasn't it? Um, I'm going gonna... to put it in there. Who put... oh, <gasps> no, oh, the person who put the thing there. Oh, I get it now. Sorry, Mrs. Mugwort. So tired. Who's, who's this Pied Piper? And should we go and see the Pied Piper? Pied Piper. Peter Piper. Peter Piper. Peter Piper, sorry. Copyright. Oh, yeah. Peter mm. Piper. <laughs> yeah, Peter Piper is no looks. It's public domain. Oh, it's fine. He is a gnome who used to have a house that we had a party in one time. Then it burned crazy down. crazy shit happened. And now he's a rat person. It did. Is he? Oh, he's also oh, that's a rat right. person. Yes. You know, the house is still very much up where it used to be. Somewhat burnt out. Sometimes derelicts play there. But reckon- not Elsie. She's a good girl. <clears throat> sure. Do you reckon Peter's there? Where is he, Mrs. Mugwort? Do you know where he hangs out anymore? I'm going to suggest that uh, Peter Piper probably did stay like with you guys for a few nights, certainly um, in the early days as the city was kind of upheaval. Uh, but in recent days, you know, he's always out and about trying to look for new opportunities and he's a bit of a bachelor, you know, likes to stay up late and make a lot of noise. So you probably haven't seen him in the last week or so. <sighs> Maybe he found a new job. You never know. Hmm. Hmm. Well, if he did, it'd be in the, the skeezy part of town. Oh, we should go there. So just to... We do just have to, to find my loot. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to it. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to check. So how this works is, do we, if when we have the key that we think is the thing, 
do we then go to Thick Boy and we're like, hey, what up, dude? We got the key. Or do we then just keep following a clue that comes from finding the first clue? It, it will be announced in the same oh, fashion okay. so on the morrow. Okay, so there's nothing stopping us going and hitting up yeah. Peter Piper. Absolutely. All right. Well, how about we go to that place where um, uh, mitochondria was accosted by a sexy lady? That seems like a place where he'd be. <sighs> yes, yes. The, uh, that was the arena. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it un- like in a room or something? It was in a room in the arena. Um, okay. I will say that the back of the piece of paper, as you guys further inspected, does have the punchline on it. He oh was raving God. mad. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> is, is it at the house? Is it at a rave? The site the of the, where you had rave? the rave? Is there like a um, like an asylum um, in this city? That's a good question. You know, Timothy got put somewhere and he's definitely in a place where they would put okay, well, crazy I don't, don't want to go anywhere. Timothy is. Fuck that guy. I would say he's probably even there's maybe a dungeon like deep in the lower cities. Various sort of guard houses and posts throughout the place with lockups. So we either choose to try and find like an asylum, if we are presuming that there's something interesting at the end of this terrible joke. So it's either asylum or Peter Piper's house. Can Is we do like a roll to figure out what what's most how likely? How about we just go get your loot first, yeah. and then we'll go to Peter Piper's house because we've been there before. Is there somewhere on the way? If uh, I don't know where Lost and Found is in this city, I'm new. Yeah, there's a pretty good central transit authority. Basically, you guys have to cross the middle city line. Peter Piper's house is actually kind of a straight shot from Mugwort's up the hill. And so we You've could got the, go to Peter Piper's house on the way to finding my loot. Um, yeah. If, if there's nothing there, we keep going. That works for me. I concur. Cool. All right, let's go to this burnt-out gnome house. No worries. Gnome worries. <laughs> no worries. So, you guys arrive... At Peter Piper's house, closing on lunchtime. Let's make some perception checks to scout out the environment. 18 plus... Man, I'm cursed. Six. Plus three. Nine this plus five, 14. Like a, there was a fire. I got, gub, gub. I got a 21. <laughs> we got a 21 from Mugwort. Gub, what did you get? Six. Six. That elven, keen, keen elven uh, <laughs> senses really coming in clutch. Something bad. You don't think it's touched the ground. You're like, something bad happened mm. here. There's danger on the wind. That's it. Gub, you see this yeah, burnt out house. It would have been a three, four story mansion. A very well, but also really bizarrely designed. This is a very into house. asymmetrical architecture and all sorts of weird shit going on. Is this house Heartfire? No, this no. is Piper's house. Heart, the heart gnome. With, a, with really good eyes, you can actually see the house Heartfire across the city from here, but with a fix, Not you me. certainly can't. Um, <laughs> the place, there are some efforts have been made to sort of clear doorways and take some of the rubble out. You sort of see notes, hints of probable squatters. There's uh, some unintelligible runic writing on the walls. Elsie, you see it says Elsie was here. If to everyone else, it's just completely alien. Can I roll to see if I can recognize her handwriting? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, 14. 14 is above 10. It's pretty good. You're like, hang on. Do I know that? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, Mugwort, you are summarily distracted by several red-robed figures I wanna make, I wanna ferreting make a... around in the rubble. You see a couple of guys and the familiar hoot of, oh, oh, fuck yeah, mate, as you notice a bunch of red guard cavorting inside. Cool. I want to make a mental note to send Elsie back here with a cloth and a bucket of water to clean up her graffiti, because <laughs> um, that's inappropriate. Need that um, to spell magic soap, though. I've got all kinds of soap. <laughs> I've got 40 kids. I've got all kinds of soap. <laughs> True that. Um... I want to hit my fry pan against something that'll make a reverberating noise. 
Gub hides. Just from Mrs. Mugwort or? Yeah, just uh, sees her eyeing the frying pan and twirling <laughs> it over and just steps That's behind so the there. wall. When it hit it against something like metal. Bang, bang. Like a pole. Or something. And I want to yell out, um, what do you think you're doing? Ah, uh, cool. You can make a charisma check with intimidation. Like, what do you think you're doing? Four plus... <laughs> Seven. Yeah, you yell out and you hear the voices again. This sort of place, a lot of the roofs have collapsed, so you're sort of still outside the house and you know that there are people inside and you hear a particularly haughty voice go, but the rat queen's here or some shit. (laughs) Let's see how the rat likes the cat and rattles a chain and you hear (gasps) this sort of far too deep to be a house cat purring Mm. uh, from inside. And they're like, all right, like, no, no, let's fucking, guys, let's not wait, let's cheese. It's, it's in the basement. It's in the basement. Come on. And he and these guys continue to move deeper into the ruin of Piper's house. Hey, I've got an idea, Mrs. Mugwort. How about I use my dress-up kit, dress up as a red red one, a red guard. And then what will you do once you are a red guard? I hadn't thought that far ahead. Okay, are you going to ingratiate yourself into their company and make them do your bidding or are you going to well i thought maybe i'd ask about pied piper i mean peter piper <laughs> why don't I, you I disguise go... all of us we can all go in this uh, red guard uh it's I'm... possible you don't have to only disguise yourself it's harder okay. to disguise other people but let's uh, you can give it a go. you also have your minor illusion cantrip which can create little sort of images and can I you believe you can create three consist. You can actually create three illusions at the same time. They all last for can a minute. Can you make it look like we have a bigger cat? <laughs> I get like a truly or, like um, a cat the size of a bear. It says the object created must be no larger than a five foot cube, and cannot create other sensory sensory effects like sound, smell. Five foot cubes. So like, you. That's oh, quite so big. That's a real big cubic cat. So you have to make the cat sounds, but I can make a cat shape briefly. Okay, uh, who's okay. the best at making cat sounds? Uh, gub gub, give it a go. Meow. Oh, that's pretty good. You give it a go, monkey. What, monkey? Together we are invincible. Uh, together we make one cat. I think that's probably about right. Right. So you you make the the purring and the and the meowing, and I'll do the the hissing. Should we also dress up ourselves or not? Just do the illusionary thing. Both. Well, yeah. I already, I'm already a rat. Oh, true. Close so, enough to a cat. I, I mean, are, are the rats a rat? allied with the yeah, red guard? Uh, no, no. Oh. But are they scared of the red guard? They are in general conflict with them. Hmm. Wait, if you could were... do, if you could done this disguise self illusory stuff the entire time, why have I looked like a rat this whole fucking time? <laughs> Again, she can't like truly disguise <laughs> self yet. That's a spell while. that she might learn later. Um, Poop. But creating an illusion would only be effectively like a mask. Wouldn't actually be able to change the shape of your head or anything. But guys, do we want to chase the cat with a cat or should we chase it with something like, I don't know, a dog? How, how good are your dog noises? <laughs> <laughs> That's a dog um, after dog. Whoa. Oh, that's- oh, no, wait, a As you guys kind of continue to debate outside the house, um, you, <laughs> the sounds of the elves within get sort of deeper and further away and then there's the sound of sort of rubble and scraping and hinges and then... Silence. Uh, let's just go in and follow them. Fuck it. Whatever. Stealthily? Yes. Sure, sure. You can make some dexterity stealth checks. Uh, 18. Nice. 13 plus 5. 
18 as 18. well. 10. 10. That's I not. Knew. <laughs> it's not a four. Um, I like that your roles are playing into your character. I don't know what's going on here. No. Wait, I'm in, a, in the big city for I'm the first so time. People the big city. <laughs> cool. Um, you guys pass through the wreckage. Elsie Mugwort, you are silent as shadows. Uh, Gub, every now and then you just sort of stub your toe on a bit of spare rubble or just like <laughs> gub gub stub <laughs> lean on a pillar and it just completely falls over like it what wasn't is stable your name? gub <laughs> it is gub i called him gub gub i thought that was his name come along gub gub <laughs> yeah those nicknames man gub gub um, it is and you enter the sort of wreckage of the house you remember the sort of front door the main hallway the big open room, which you guys were all this dancing where in we before. Fought a, a rat man. The, this is when you first fought the rat men in was, their was entirety. Your husband? Do not speak of her husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gub, in your haste to escape Mrs. Mugwort's glare, <laughs> you move around and notice a recently cleared cellar door. This thing is obviously just like all of the rubble that was on it has mm. obviously just been moved aside, probably by the elves who just were hanging out here and are now gone. It's a big door too. I think I found a big door. Uh, good job, Gub Gub. Mm. One of those two two hand two two doors set in two the ground sort door. of thing. Two, two doors. I've door. got two doors. Two doors. Should I knock? No. Um. Never knock. I'm giving they Gub the silent no. treatment now because yep. he mentioned my husband. That's it. Hate when people do that. Mrs. Um. So I'll still talk to Elsie, but I'm going to talk as if Gub's not here. Oh, Mrs. Mugwort, was this the door you went down when you went down that time after the party? No, that was a trap door. There was I a believe. trap door in the oh, middle of the uh, living sorry. room, actually. Yeah, that uh-huh. was a, that was like it's an just a normal door. Okay. Room. Well, so, it's a door in the floor. This is a different door, door in, the in the floor. Oh, it's in the floor? It's, it's the sort floor. of, it's like set low, so like a, so it's, it's, like a hurricane shelter. It's a trap door, yeah. it's just not a trapped door. Yeah. You hear some, <laughs> some loud voices, uh, Mrs. <laughs> Mugwort, from inside whatever basement <laughs> cellar. There's sort of, kind of <gasps> some yelling and some jibing, and it's like, come on, get it open. Fuck, I'm trying. It's like, ah, oh, if you did, I loosened it for you. It's like, you're a weak bitch, you can't do it. Can we try to put something heavy on the door? You could trap them in there by doing that but then whatever they've got inside is still in there good point mate we want to find peter piper he might be in the door he might be in the floor door oh while we're having this conversation can i eat one of my pies absolutely (gasps) i want to eat my my chunky salmon pie oh yeah which for one minute gives me added one d4 to all damage rolls i've i've had a bit of a rough day and people have mentioned my husband who when those people will remain unnamed so I just want to go down like guns are blazing, like wielding my frying pan. I just want to wail on these kids. Cool. They've done nothing to me, but I need to work some stuff out. I reach for my loot and then... Oh, it's, it's not that it's um, Cool. Mugwort chugs a pie. Um, let's all roll for initiative. I've started a fight. Let's begin the process. Oh God. Uh-oh. I'm getting his sixes. Three. I got a one. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. I go first. Uh, these fucks. <laughs> um, wow. Even with your dexterity, yeah, I think you're even with my four. four. So I have nine. All right. Um, I got a four with dexterity. Wow. Fuck. You guys, Mugwort, you just like, fuck this. Pie pulls open the door and storms down the stairs. Fry pan at the ready. One assumes that the rest of you follow in suit, not wanting to let her go ahead without backup. At the bottom of the stairs, you see an interesting sight. 
two red guard elves are just kind of like wrestling with this locked box, very sort of fancy looking chest, uh, both trying to get it open. Another guy is just kind of sitting against the wall, jeering at them and uh, trying to tune a banjo. Uh <laughs> um, he's oh doing kind of like he's kind of clunk. And he's like, the string breaks. I thought you were saying that he was like over tensioning it and like yeah. just breaks the um the neck, Knocked the entire neck. No, and takes a bit more than that. Slows down, and I watch the string as it goes. Can you see the the like sound waves like? And you also see in the corner of the room, not just a kitty cat, but one of these big old tentacly purple tiger things you saw yesterday in the train station. This creature is feline in appearance. It's about the size of a Bengal tiger and protruding from its shoulders are two long tentacles with spiky tentacle pads at the end. And as it sees you, it snarls and growls. And the elves kind of turn to you and go, ah, fuck, and make two attack you. Uh, elves fucking roll a two. I was going to say, like, let's just see how these guys do. Uh, which gives them a four. Now, Elsie, you got a four. Mugwort also got a four. Everyone's got fours. Nine. The cat is going to roll an eight, but has a plus two to initiative, which gives it a ten. So Kitty is up the front. What I need from... Elsie and Mrs. Mugwort is to roll a six-sided dice against me now just to see where all the fours fall in the order. The elves get a four. I got to one. One on a one. Five. No, four. I uh, can't count. Uh, I got a four. Um, cool. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long day. The elves have a slightly higher dexterity than you, so they will go before both of you. So the beast snarls and leaps forward. <laughs> How many attacks does this bad boy make? Two attacks with its tentacles. Well, Mrs. Mugwort, um, since you're in the front, uh, it'll go for you. Would you like to spend your reaction to shield yourself with the big fuck-off fright hand? Yeah. Uh, so your armor class with a plus two makes... 16. 16. Cool. The attack rolls are ooh, 18 and a 24. Well, poopity-poop. I may be Im- immediately regretting my uh, tenacity. Uh, on 4d6, I rolled two ones and two twos. Excellent. So that is, with the strength modifiers, 14 damage oh. as this thing wraps you with these tentacles. Yeah, bludgeoning and piercing as these things rake your That's dwarven flesh. It's pretty hurty. You've got 32 hit points. I'm fine. Um, you're I'm all right. Fine. I'm fine. I'm you're fine. You're half dead. I'm fine. Gub, you're next in the order. I, I had a worse ch- time when my 14th child was coming out. <laughs> Uh, Fair uh, enough. Oh, how many how many elves are there? Three that you can see. I would like to jump down the hole after Mugwort, and I'd like to cast Sleep on them. Ooh, okay, so now Sleep isn't a targeting spell. It's an it's area of effect area. and a hit points, hit, hit, diet, hit points pool. Yes. So I believe you roll how many? 5d8. Yes, 5d8. Uh, and add that all together. And that's how many hit points worth of creatures you affect. Uh, so that's 24 sleep Total points. Total hit points. Yes. Um, however, Go look. sleep, you pretty baby. Uh, the two elves who are fighting over the box who have just drawn their scimitars both drop. The elf holding your banjo is okay. He's like, ah, he called that a song. Try this. And he just like strums it really fucking hard. Like really way too hard. It sounds awful. I thought it was a lute. Yeah, we wrote down lute, but it is a banjo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Flavor text. Oh, same, same. Same, same. Same, same, different. but a little bit different. Uh, <laughs> speaking of elves. To a man. Sorry, to the lute. Banjo. Foundation. Just, uh, um, 
Now, does any creature get a like further saving throws against the sleep spell? Things have to use their actions to actually wake them Things up. Have right? to use their actions to wake them up. Yeah. Um. Cool. Four, well, two, one minute. Then uh, the elf with the banjo is going to be like, "Fuck you guys!" And he kicks Gerald. <laughs> and Gerald wakes up and goes, "Oh, what the fuck are you talking about?" And they're just going to hide behind is the kitty cat. Is this the same Gerald that died? Or is this a <gasps> different Gerald? We mentioned earlier that uh, one of my sons. He did have a friend who was Gerald. This is this the same Gerald or it's, a different it's Gerald? It's quite a common name. Joplis? It's the same Gerald. Fucking, he lied to me. A, rolled a d6 and got a six. Maybe he faked his death. Who knows? Um, if my son's lying to me, he's in so much trouble. Uh, is all right. son? No, it's his son friend that was bad, bad. Oh. Yeah, yeah. he was friends with my son, Jimothy. What's Jimothy? the bad, bad? He ran with the bad, wrong bad friend. Gerald. Bad, bad, Gerald. Bad, bad, yeah. son friend. Himself was in the Thieves Guild. Now he's in the Red Guard. Anyway, two elves are now awake. The other one's still asleep. Kitty is angry, and it is Mrs. Mugwort's turn. All right, I want to try what, again what I did with the hippogriff, but with this cat. Right. I want to crush its throat. Cool. Make an attack roll. Use your action to attack. It's an 18. Even without your attack bonus, that is enough to hit. Okay, and I'll just roll for damage. Yes, go ahead and do damage. So you versatile weapon and does I a And I add 1d4 to all damage rolls. Five. You give this thing a whack. It does that sort of thing where you hit it with all your might and it just does not react at all. Elsie. Oh, well, I've learned something from Mrs. Mugwort, and that is your mother can scare you. So what I want to do is use my illusionary, uh, minor illusion skill to create a thing that looks like the creature's mother and then scare it into behaving. <laughs> um, okay. Um, let's, I'm, I'm going to take you on this journey. Please describe in as vivid detail as possible what this five-foot cubic limited image is truly. So it's like, do you know sometimes in your, you know, the cat's probably had a bit of a yeah. fight, it's kind of a bit dreary, so in its head it sort of sees like this image of its mother and it's like kind of foggy and like the size of five cubes. Five <laughs> 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 And it's like, it's just hovering there. And I um, use my voice because it can't um, make noise to be like, how dare you betray me? Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Play, play nice, kitty, kitty. Play nice. That's great. I'm a little bit scared of it. Yeah, have you seen what it looks like? Sort of. It's okay. five cubes worth. So, Elsie, I'm going to ask you to make a charisma deception check. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, this is a DC 18 to frighten this thing. Okay, it's so quite first tough. First of deception. 16 plus 4. Horse, 20. Nice. Bitches. This thing, uh, yeah, you see the ears flat back as this weird ghostly image of some sort of very elderly-looking shrunken displacer beast appears, and it's like, and it's going to have disadvantage on attack rolls next turn. Amazing. That was awesome. Good shit. Dice drop. I will say, Elsie, you're a rogue. You've got lots going on, right? So you've got your minor illusion, which was an action. You have a your cunning action as a second-level rogue, and your movement still, if you want to do anything else in the room, you've got some options. Also, I can take a bonus action. Yeah. So you can either... If you want to move past this thing, you would have to do the what we call the disengage, unless you run to risk its wrath. Um, but you could go, you know, like there's three elves behind the Displacer Beast and they have this mysterious box, which is obviously important. Yeah. And the basement itself is maybe sort of... I'm going to go look at the box. Feet. I do that? Yeah, if you want a bonus action, disengage. I need to see that thing, so disengage. Yeah, you slide through. You will be in front of all of the elves. Um, that's okay. But that's okay. Uh, you slip under this thing's legs and 
grab the box. It is a foot long, one cube. eight inches high, a bit. It fits within a cubic <laughs> foot for sure. It's one one cube, and it is quite locked. Sweet, 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 sweet. Kitty. Wow. It is now seeing uh, two creatures in front of it. Going to make attack rolls at each of you with disadvantage. Against Gub, the attack roll is 13. Uh, Mrs. Mugwort, having attacked with your fry pen, is no longer functional as a shield. But it also rolls a 13 to hit, which is your armor class. It's 14. Hell yeah. Hey. Hey. That makes it Gub's turn again. Go, Gub, Gub. So there's still two of them down or one of them asleep? Now, one of them is still asleep. The other two are awake. Um... I don't have much by way of being able to attack. Why don't you charm it? I have a rapier. Well, I, I don't... Could you really try seducing have... it? Uh, what I'd like to do is turn to the remaining elves yeah. and the one that's holding my banjo and lower my eyes and get angry and sort of start slowly walking towards him, say, you will drop the banjo before the banjo hurts the player. Whoa. The character, the person, the <laughs> sure, human. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It drops the banjo and it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> or else it gets um, the string again. <laughs> are you doing any? What are Can you doing with that action? It? Can I viciously mock it? You can viciously yeah, mock it, yeah, 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 for sure. That's As good and better than a straight up intimidate roll. Plus, succeed a wisdom saving throw, take 1d4 psychic damage, and have disadvantage on the His wisdom save is 11 even. Uh, versus my spell modifier? Spell DC. 14. That's so a fail. Cool, yeah. So Can we say it drops the banjo as well? Yeah, for sure. Just you deal him how much damage? One. <laughs> it's something. Cool. The elves go. Um, but can I run up to it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because um, I want to move yeah. to be right next to him as I'm like staring yeah. him down, walking towards him. And quickly on my way, I turn around uh, to Elsie and I wink and I inspire to conspire with my hey. bonus action. Nice. So inspire what? Elsie, you now have this magic <gasps> inspiration die. <gasps> which you're going to add to any d20 roll that you make. What? That's After nice. you roll the dice, but before you know whether or not it passes or fails. Oh, neat, right? Very cool. Yes. That makes it the Earl's turn. Banjo guys drops the banjo and runs to wake up his friend, and the other one pulls out a scimitar and is like, if you're not with us, you're against us, I guess. I've heard people say that. And swings. Uh, does a 16... 17 yes, gets you? Nice. 14. Uh, that is 7 damage. Oh. oh, slashing. You got a new scar to go with you. I'm definitely going to say that you're, um, there are some like wicked scars forming on your back from the hippogriff. Uh, and now all three elves are awake in the room again. Mugwort. Um, I'm still in the throat crushing. Do you want to do any morsel stuff? Remember, you can morsel as a bonus action yourself for anybody who's right next to you, which is nobody at this point. I'll take the invigorating juice then. So I gain 1d8. Temporary. Temporary. It says temporary. Uh, there, I did make these myself, uh, so there are some typos. I like mine. It says uh, wallcock. <laughs> <laughs> right, so That's what I was laughing dear. before. Love it. Add me so d8. Yeah. Six. Cool. So you get that little hit point bubble. Those will get used up as you take damage before your normal hit points get done and then attack. 11 uh, plus three. That's a 14. So yeah. you hit. Because I still have the packed protein. Yeah. It's so it's a D8 and a D4. Yeah. Uh, nine. Nice. Nice. It definitely felt that one a little more. Elsie. Yes. I'm with the box, aren't I? You are with the box, and Gub is kind of in the field as well, and there's two other elves beginning to stand over you. Ugh, they're coming in. Yeah. They're right there, yeah. right next to They're like, me. hey, mm. give us our box back. Mm, they're not we happy. We found it not first. Happy Jan. Finders, keepers, and all that. <sighs> okay, well, 
in that case, watch Elsie what I do. I'm going to persuade them that I am, in fact, the master of the box. And therefore, it will curse anyone that opens it that isn't the master. It'll make your willy fall off. <laughs> and it will actually make your willy uh, fall off. Okay. Your willy will turn into a wall cop. Um, so, yes. You can, instead of casting a spell or do an attack or anything remotely useful, make a charisma deception check with disadvantage against a DC of... I think it is useful, but sure. Uh, oh, I mean, for these guys, a DC of 12 will do. Wait, sorry. You got to beat 12. <laughs> Five. Do I get to roll again? It's a deception check. Uh, nine, sorry. New. No. They're like, come and master of the box, you've get got, fucked. You've got inspiration. Oh, do I get to use this? Um, you, you could to. add that, yeah. If you get a three or higher on your bardic inspiration, then you'll know what's up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Don't it's throw it off the table now. It's got to be on the table. Oh. It's okay. If it was a one, you would be happy about it. True. That's true. Okay. We're against. We're going to be a one now. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Should have said that. Oh, Should not the have dice said gods that. Are laughing. <laughs> Voice over your shoulder goes. Wouldn't it be funny if they just thought you were full of shit? They both go. You're full of shit. What are you talking about, Master of the Box? Fuck off. Oh well. Back to the top of the order, that makes it the kitty cats go. Mugwort's the only one that's heard it so far, so it's just going to wail on her again. That is a nat 20 and a 19. So, it's going to be 6d6 plus 8 altogether. Well, fuck. What's your hit point total? Uh, 32. Right um, now. Right now. So, oh, math. You so lost 32, like 14 or 32 take away 14 plus 6. 16, 22. 22. Ah, uh, cool. So you take 25 20, damage. I'm unconscious So six now. temporary hit points goes down to 19, and if 19 on top of 14 is 33, then yeah. Cool. I'm going to have a nap then. Poof. This thing shreds mugwort and goes... What are we supposed to do? Turns around. Um, I'm so confused. What? Why? I don't know. I just didn't understand. It attacked Because she Mugwort. got shredded. Uh, yes. Uh, I mean, Mugwort. not like she's not dread. I'm just <laughs> using a uh, flourished she, language. I got the numbers confused me for some reason. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. The cat scratched her. Um, yeah, gotcha. Nice. Scratched her bad. It scratched her real, real bad. bad. Uh, Mugwort, oh, it is shit. your turn. She's that means unconscious. you get to make a death saving throw. Oh, my God. Just a D20? Real bad. Just a D20. How did I not pick that real up? Real bad. 17? <gasps> Hell yeah. That's one in the plus. Gub, you are before the elves. I notice Mugwort drop and... I sing, you get knocked down, but you get up again. <laughs> Never going to keep you down. You, you get, get knocked, knocked down. down. And I cast Healing Word. Hell yeah. Five hit points. So you're back up with five hit points. Yay. Yes, you now have five hit points instead of zero. Gub, what would you like um, to do with your action? Um, I've got the guy in front of me. Yeah. Um, pull out my rapier and attack. Stick him with a pointy end. Uh, is a rapier a finesse weapon? That's what it I should It is a asked. finesse weapon. So I can use my dexterity. Absolutely. For yes. That is very much mm. the point of them. Uh, <laughs> See what I did there? I didn't even mean it. Um, 11. 11 is not going to do it. His elfin grace leaps mirthfully aside. He's like, <laughs> you call that a, a, a swing and attack roll? His charisma isn't that good. Um, he will respond with an attack roll of his own, getting uh, a 10 on 14. top of the 6. Um, oh, <laughs> and also terribly missed. that an attack Ah, fuck. Um, these other two guys are going to bear down on Elsie. And be like, give us back our box, all right? We're going to swing pointy sticks at you. An 11 misses you, I think, but a 20 will hit. Yeah. Uh, minimum damage is so you take three points of slashing as an elf nicks you on the shoulder. Okay, so Elsie is gone. Mugwort, you're a 
literally waking as this cat, thinking you were going to be dead and turning around and leaving you alone, goes, oh, hey, still alive. Maybe I'll attack you again. Gub's fencing with this guy. These two elves are bearing down on helpless little Elsie. And Elizabeth, would you care to describe what the party sees as you hear heavy footsteps and a trumpeting sound heading down the stairs? So this giant, lumbering, seven and a half foot creature is stomping her way down the corridor. She has the face of an elephant and she has four fingers in her trunk is holding a warhammer. And every time she stomps, the world shakes because she is a big girl. (laughs) Ed is your action. Hello, my lovelies. It's been such a long time. Oh, sis, it's a big kitty. Are you taking care of my family for me? Well, how about I take care of you instead? And she rolls. That's 16 plus 6. Yeah. So, do I hit it? 22 is more than enough. All right. Would you like to throw some magic in it? Well, actually, yeah, she's well. she's been wanting to get back into the world. Thunderous Smite, I believe. Hell yeah. Tell us what Thunderous Smite does. The weapon rings with thunder that is audible. Attack deals an extra 2d6 thunder damage to the target. If it is a creature, it must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away from us. Strength saving throw. Okay, it's got a plus 4 to this. Your spell save DC 12, if I remember correctly. Spell save DC was 12, yes. Uh, It rolls a 4, though, so it only gets 8. So deal all your damage. So 20. 20 damage altogether? Mm. Damn. This thing goes crack. I need Elsie, please, and the two elves who are next to you to make a saving throw with dexterity as a fucking displacer beast comes barreling into your space, having been pushed 10 feet. 20. Yeah, your roguish reflexes prickle up and you uh, flatten yourself on the ground as this thing barrels in. One of the elves ducks out of the way. The other one just gets fully pinned under this cat, uh, although it is far from dead. Oh, I'm very sorry, sweetie. I'm getting used to everything, you know. I'd try and be a little bit more careful next Um, time. So a 13, I think, misses your armor class, Elizabeth, but a 24 hits, right? Oh, yeah. You take six damage. Uh, from this tentacle as it swipes at you. Uh, Mugwort, you are back up on five hit points. This elephant has just run past you and blasted this kitty thing, and everyone else is still in the room. Uh, What's closest to me geographically? Right now, the mystery elephant woman is closest to you. After that, the displacer beast, and then everyone else around it. They're all very close in terms Um, of being able to move up to them and interact with them. I want to say hi to this elephant. Be like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's my what we're being attacked. Is she still a rat person? Yeah, she's still a rat person. All right. You have to address the elephant in the room, Mrs. Mugwort. <laughs> <sighs> Saved. All right. Nice. I had to take a... Ha-ha! I had to take a fear yeah. check. Um, is that you, Mrs. Mugwort? It's been such a come here, you beautiful creature. She gives you a big hug. Can I roll to see if I know who the fuck is? Yeah, please is? make a wisdom check with insight. Nine plus five. On a 14, it's enough to go. This, this voice and mannerism is eerily familiar, but the body is all fucking wrong. Also, it exploded and was nothing, so. Like, who, who are you? Don't you recognize me? I don't know any elephant people. My love, it's mitochondria. I know, it's. I'm having a real hard time trying to get 
you know, past this physical features, but Mind it's very lovely. All the elves oh, are like, all right, hurry up and act, we need to go. They're all sort of oh. patiently waiting for the initiative tracker above your heads yeah. to sort of like tick over. <laughs> well, okay, we'll catch up gonna, properly next time. I'm going to throw my meat tenderizer. Yeah, you can throw the meat tenderizer. The elf that just back talked me. <laughs> Absolutely, go for it. Um, That's right. No, no, that enemy elf. It's, it was definitely Gerald. <laughs> A little shit tried to lead my son astray. Fuck him. Fucking one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking fuck one. Uh, your meat tenderizer just like disappears. There's like a vent in the upper corner and you just like, it goes straight in there and there's a clang, clang, Every time I've tried to throw it at someone, it's never worked. It disappears down the sewer somewhere. You now have one meat tenderizer left. On me. Um, yes. Um, that was an attack action. Would you like to stay where you are in the room? Yeah, I'm just going to sit down. It's been a day. Cool, cool, cool. You feeling wheezy? I had to do a saving throw. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I've, I've been there. Um, we went to Mugwort early. That's okay. Gub. I think, has, it, has Elsie missed a turn? No, no, no. We, we jumped Mugwort up in the order. Oh, okay. I was meant to, I saw G and I went Mugwort, not Gub. So, on my tracker. Uh, there are two elves standing. Two elves standing. The creature's been thrown across the room. Yeah, so it's now and kind of your all. gigantic elephant's just barged in. Yeah. Seems friendly, though. Seems friendly. Is it an elephant person or an elephant? Elephant person. Yeah. yeah. An ele- so are you on two legs? Are you upright? I'm on, yes, I'm upright. But Humanoid, like an elephant fingers, head. opposable thumbs, full elephant oh. head. And a tusk. An and tusks, just a head. Tusks, yes, yeah. and a trunk. Grey skin, all very thick. Awfully nosy, aren't you? Oh. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> what would you like to do? Um, I'd like to turn to the elephant person who's just run into the room and yep. say, well, aren't you a fine specimen now? Would you please help us deal with these? And I'd like to cast heroism on you, which... Uh, oh, hang on, I've got to touch you. I put my hand on your shoulder. Oh, uh, if you're thank willing, you very much, love. The creature is immune to being frightened against temporary hit points equal to my spellcasting ability modifier, which is four. That's very sweet yes. of you. You're such a kind, kind yeah. The cool son. thing is they regenerate at the start of every round as well, so... Oh. Yeah. If you get hit and they go away, you get them back while he has concentration. Um, cool, 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 cool. That's your action, I believe, that spell. It is my action. And as a bonus action, I will um, inspire Mugwort. Um, oh, okay. I can't think of a song. Um, if you want to be pie maker, you got to <laughs> smash these elves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ah, I'm throwing my dice. I'm so inspired by your song. Nat one. This elf is like, he's so inspired, he just can't bring himself to attack you again. Yes. Um, it's like, he's so beautiful. Ah. Uh, the two elves attacking Elsie. One gets up underneath from underneath the kitty and go for the girl again. So a 13 is the lower hit, which I think misses. Yeah. But a 16. <laughs> Another one's <laughs> minimum damage. These elves suck ass. Three points of slashing damage as he nicks you Another again. Three. Yeah. Damien, we don't kink shame in this movie <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. I will take that on the nose. <laughs> um, I believe everybody has... Elsie. Yes. Don't Everybody has Elsie. Everybody has Elsie. Wow, you get around. Everybody has Elsie. Everybody. Yeah. Has got Elsie. Yeah. Elsie in tonight. Oh, All right. Mark, So I've just been... All right. <laughs> the cat has just come over me. Yeah. Oh. I'm on the... F- uh, on the floor? You've done like a sort of a matrix bend, but yeah, you're sort yeah. of, you're up and you're aware. Okay. Everybody is like fucking, this, this is a fight in a basement. Everybody is up against everybody. It is sweaty as hell in Holy here. Holy shit. Anything no. you want to do to anybody, they're within reach, essentially. I think 
the cat is my primary concern. Yes. Given it keeps hurting us. It's big and scary. It's quite close. Is it close enough for me to use my dagger or is it kind of like a bit further so I should slingshot Oh, no, it's it. right next to you right. guys having just kind of creamed into your spaces. Uh, um, so a dagger would be appropriate. Or a short sword. A short sword also, yeah. You can pull out an actual serious blade. Yeah, I'm going to pull out my short sword. Nice. Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus the five, so nine. Nine is not going to cut it, mm. and without That's inspiration, sad. you swing and a miss. It sort of this is out of the way. Cool. Elsie, is, is she happy where she is? Would you like to run anywhere? Mm. Oh, so you've got that. Yeah, bonus action disengage. You can get out of the pit of the melee. Well, I've not have not a crazy amount of hit points left, so I might. Grab a box and run. Nice. Protect myself. You disengage and zip zap zop up to at least the top of the stairs. Zip, zap, zap, so you zap, can zap, still zap, sort of see everybody. Pew, 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 pew. That's better. <laughs> um, pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> uh, back to the top, mitochondria. Um, all right, I'm going to cast command. Cool. Uh, what's the saving throw? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom. It rolls a nat one. What oh. single word command are you giving it? Sleep. Sleep is not a command. Like, it's not something it can choose to do. Oh, I, I, it's something it has to choose to yeah, do. Yeah, like, you, okay. it just spends its next turn doing some, one thing you tell it to do. Die. <laughs> How about poop? It can't be actively self-destructive. Uh, no. Run. Flee is, a, is, is a useful command. Flee is a good one. Yeah. Flee is a command. It has to run as far away as possible from you, which is just towards the back wall, but it'll basically neutralize Flee. it for a turn. Its turn is next, and it goes, and tries to like, scramble out the back of the basement, and there's nowhere to go. And that's its turn. Um, Elsie ran away. Gub, you get a, an opportunity attack oh, yeah, as this thing leaves your threatened area to get to the back of the basement. 16. Cool, 16 hits. 10. 10 damage. Seven on the dice. Nice. Um, this thing is, is starting to look a little bit hurt. It's like a little bit like, hang on, that's supposed to be an easy, easy day. That makes it Gub's turn next. Oh. The three elves are still active in the space. Oh. Uh, They're currently almost uninjured entirely. I Look, I'm just going to turn around to it, and I've got my rapier out, and I'm going to attack one of the elves. Give him a, give him a taste. This is for breaking my G-string. <laughs> G-string's very important. It's the heart and soul of the instrument, I won't lie. And get a 19. Hell yeah, that hits... Oh, you were talking about instruments. Um, seven damage. Seven damage. Um, <gasps> the the G-string's the biggest one on the bottom. I think, are they fiddle That's tuning? a strong hit. I mean, most Can stringed instruments a, use very similar. Like... I think banjo definitely has a G-string. It's Violins have G-strings? Yeah. Just about all stringed instruments. G is, they do. like, it's just a really important note. You know that. I know that. I yeah. know that for a fact. They are good. A real fact. Yeah. I... As you want to start something? Fact. <laughs> well, yeah. I, it could be an alternative facts. fact. You never know. Nice. I picked up a secondhand fiddle from my dad just a, about, I don't know, a month ago. Yeah, I'm gonna, I can teach you and for I that. And I went to tune it. Yeah, it popped. And it snapped. Yeah. <laughs> I broke yeah. the G-string the first time I touched it. Oh, no. Um, okay, these elves are going to... Let's talk about it afterwards. Engage. Uh, one of them is going to swing at Ewan. Roll a six, giving it a ten to miss you. Miss. Uh, and the other two are going to be like, what the hell is that? And try to attack this new elephant creature. Nice. Uh, a 19 is the lowest I rolled for these two elves to come at you with their scimitars. Oh, no. um, four, six, ten, game, 12, 14 <laughs> slashing yeah, first damage. Day. <laughs> 14, eight. First day back. 14 in total. Oh, jeez. Oh. 
Um, that makes it Mugwort's go. You are chilling out at the top of the stairs. Big brawl in the middle of the room. Elsie's now behind you with the box. I'm going to leave. Just walking out? Yeah. I'm like, fine. this is fine. Everything's yeah, fine. I'm just going to go check on Elsie, see what's in that box. I think, you know, this is covered. As you check out the box, please make a wisdom check with perception. Nine. Um, at this point, it just looks like a fancy box. Got a keyhole. Can I try my... Cedar, kind of um, like stained red. Can I try trim. my basement key in the hole? Yeah, it fits perfectly. Let's <laughs> <laughs> um, go. Cool. Uh, you open the box. And, and there, is, is, a, is there a head inside? There is not a head inside. Okay. There is a sort of velvet-lined cushion inside. It's a movie reference. And on that cushion is a large piece of glass. Okay. Um, slightly convex, set in a brass ring. It is about maybe Ooh. two and a half inches in diameter, um, mm. with a, just a slightly kind of light bluish tinge Does to it. Does it make me a senior analyst? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sure that was a great joke. I'm not in the public service. So, yeah. You are um, lucky, my friend. Yeah. You can make a further insight check, yeah. Uh, this would be an intelligence roll, actually, in this case. Uh, 15 plus 1. 16. You recognize this piece of glass as a lens, right? Okay. You're not sure, like, what it would go into, but obviously something that a lens would go into. Uh, it's far too big and chunky to be a regular piece of spectacles. Um, chunky but, you know... You've seen people, it's a, again, a reasonably things. recent thing that the gnomes have been coming up with, the magnifying glasses and stuff like that. Um, could it be part of a telescope? They're very into it. It certainly could. We don't have celestial bodies, so I don't know what we're looking at. <laughs> we're stuff, just up, other baby. stuff that's far Keeping away. God. Uh, Elsie, you're up. <sighs> Box is open. Box is open. Can um, I? Huge melee still going on. Oh, true, true, true. Now the elves... The box is open for them. So they're like, all right, she got the box open. Fucking kill everybody. Uh, are they coming? I mean, they're, they're still kind of away. busy with the other fighting types. Can I um, sling them with my slingshot? You can give them a slingshot, away? absolutely. Yeah. 17. 17 is heaps good. Um, <laughs> shooting one of the elves? Oh, yes. Uh, Anyone in particular? Uh, biggest one. The biggest one. All right. The biggest boy. Yeah. Big boy. That Big would be boy, the, elf the third boy. elf. He's really Gerald. tall. Oh, the third elf. Yes. Yeah. And he's okay. got like a wicked facial tattoo of like some like dragons and shit. So I do a D4. Uh, you also add your 1D6 of sneak attack damage as they're all up oh, next sneaky, to mitochondria sneaky. and gub. Eight. Cool. He takes a big sock in the head and gives him a black eye and he's substantially injured. So two of the elves have taken pretty solid hits. The other one's just got a bare scrape on his top. Cool, cool, cool. Top of the order, mitochondria. Uh, are any of my friends being hit at the moment? I don't, I don't think anyone else is severely moment. like you're. You're up the front. This guy's next to you, and this weird ass getting your ass kicked. Elf looking guy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm new. <laughs> Hi, I'm new. Um, I think he has taken a bit of a pretty decent damage. amount of damage. All right. He doesn't look quite as sturdy as yourself or Mugwort. No, I'm quite skinny. Okay. Frail, you might say. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to get my warhammer and smash one of the things that is near my little friend here. Eighteen. You crack this guy on top of the head, deal your damage. Ten. Hell yeah, with, uh, I think he only had three hit points left, so you basically just, <laughs> the guy who you were dueling with just gets brained, <laughs> splat uh, on the ground. I think Mrs. <laughs> Mugwarts would be proud of mom jam-making facilities, don't you think? Yeah, elf jam. Elf jam. <laughs> the kitty cat, now no longer under your command, because I ain't afraid of an elephant. The uh, 21 yeah. will get you, but the 11 will miss you. Pretty kitty. Uh, Mitochondria, you take... 10 plus 
You get four. four Fourteen. At the start of your turn. Further damage oh, each time. Uh, each time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Every round. So fourteen. Wow. More temporary the uh, temporary hit points will absorb four. So t- ten actual damage instead of your 14. heroism will absorb okay. four of those. All right. Cool. Then it's. Gub. Um, so the, the cat's come back and is next to the two of us. And um, the cat elf. is now yeah, engaging you guys. Its tentacles are actually like super long, so it can attack you from a little further away, but it's still in the room. And there's one all close elf by. marmalade, and then there's two more elves. Two more elves. One quite injured, the other one. I've got, I think I've got one more level one spell slot, so I might cast sleep against them again. Sweet. Roll your 5d8. <sighs> Terrible. That's... 13. That is exactly as many hit points as they had between them. They both fall down. Nice. (laughs) The kitty cat is fine, um, but the other two, the two elves, fall asleep. And I just look at them and say, (laughs) Sleep, elfie, sleep, elfie, little ball of elf. (laughs) Uh, Cool, girl, that's your action. Hmm. Um, Then the elves would go, but they're asleep, Hmm. so they won't. Excellent. Um, Mugwort, you've got this lens, you're at the top of the stairs, that cat's in the basement. Um... You can, remember, you can yeet a morsel to a friendly creature 30 feet. Um, but I can't use a morsel I've already used. Uh, you can use up to your constitution modifier of morsels in kind of any combination. Oh, okay. You just sort of, yep. as you need them. All right, I want to, here comes an aeroplane and invigorating <laughs> juice into a mitochondria's mouth. <laughs> Mitochondria, open your mouth, it's time for pie. Catch it, catch it with my Absolutely trunk and perfect. chuck it down my gob. Uh, yeah. So you gain 1d8 emporary hit points for one minute. <laughs> 1d8 um, emporary. Now it's important that that's actually going to, it's not actually going to stack with the heroism effect. So roll your dice, Mrs. Mugwort. If you get over four, then it'll kind of increase for that round. But if you get under four, it's actually just... Four. It's four. Exactly. Four. Thank you very it much. It is all the same. Nothing changes. Also, okay. <laughs> well, you had a nice snack. It was, it was nice delicious. Snack. It was good. Thank you, it was love. It's the thought that counts. Um, Elsie. So the elves are all three of them. All three uh, of the elves are one asleep. One is fully dead. The other two are asleep. Great. It's and like, the kitty yeah. cat. The kitty cat is up against the wall and still healthy, but is not having fun. It's now like fully outnumbered and cornered, and it is freaking out. So if I went to attack the cat, I would get sneak. Yeah, if you want to slingshot it, then you will have that bonus. Okay. I'm going to slingshot it. <laughs> Two. <laughs> seven. New. You take careful aim again, the sort of like big seven and a half foot elephant slightly blocking the way. Can't get a good shot. Mitochondria, you you're fat. up at the start. Watch it. No, I'm calling you large. You do count as one size category larger than medium uh, for all practical purposes. So deal with it. I'm a big girl. She's massive. All right. So the kitty's still up and meowing, huh? It is, yeah. All right. Not for long then. Uh, It's just a normal Warhammer bludgeoning, I think. Yeah. 19. 19 is good. 13. That's a good hit. It is still going. Damn it. It's a tough kitty. Tough kitty, warm kitty. And it's turn. This cat is going to use the disengage action and then use its full movement, which is only 40 feet, to fully exit the basement. So basically it's just going to fucking run past all of you guys, deftly dodging to prevent opportunity attacks, and it is now at the top of the stairs, past all of you, and looking to flee the scene. <laughs> fucking pussy. In its entirety. Um, lol. <laughs> That makes it Gubs go. Is, it hasn't fl- it hasn't fleed completely though. It is right? still within reach, but it is on the way out. Uh, yeah, I'd like to run after it and make an attack. Ooh, 15. 15 hits? 
Hang on, do I add proficiency? Yes. Bonus? Oh, so then if 17. you're proficient Wait, with the did weapon, you just roll which something you that wasn't a six. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> What's the first that? double digits one? Uh, so actually, I've got 17. Heaps. Heaps good. Um, and that's eight. Nice. Yeah, poke it in the butt as it gets, get out of here. It's going to tail at you. Um, Cats hate Elves that. are still asleep. <laughs> Mrs. Mugwort. So is the cat leaving? It is leaving, fully leaving. And how fucked up is it? It's pretty fucked up. Very. Can I hit it on the way out? You can you can give it a spank on the way out as well. Yeah, I want to spank its buddy. You You're trying buddy? to uh, <laughs> It's booty. I want to spank its booty. Trying to uh, get catharsis uh, for your griffin fail. Plus three, so nine. Nope. <laughs> Swing and a miss. That's it. Elsie. I would like to go and talk to the elephant in the room. <laughs> oh, you couldn't wait till combat uh, was done. <laughs> I need to do it again. <laughs> you guys seem like you're doing things with a kitty, and that's good. One more, just one more attack. One, oh. Uh, okay, Elsie's a team player. She'll hit the <laughs> kitty one more time. See if it does anything. Uh, is the kitty on the other side of the room now? Uh, it is now at the top of the stairs. Top of the stairs, so and, a bit further away from me. Um, but I could run and stab you it. You could run and stab it if you wanted to okay, jump, in on, the, stabby, stabby. jump in on the stabbing game. Yeah, with a... Yeah. Uh, Oh, five. <laughs> New. Plus five. Ten. Ten is not going to cut it. It is too quick on its feet. And mitochondria back to the top of the audio. are still technically in initiative if you still want to try to chase this yes, thing down do. against this poor creature. Uh, 20. That Natural hits. 20. Natural 20. <laughs> Natural 20. as well. Um, what did you do to the crit dice? means you rolled twice as many dice as you damage. Excellent. Um, I will point out that if you're casting a damage-dealing spell on a critical hit, that damage is also doubled. <laughs> there, now I'm out of spells. Fully? Uh, yeah, you did one thunderous smite yeah. and a command, which is command, two. Command, guided strike, thunderous smite. Guided strike, okay, is your channel divinity. It's a whole different thing. That's it is not a spell. spell. Ooh. Oh. Yes. So you could do something else. Well, no, there's still two sleeping things I've still got to deal with as well. But they're asleep. We'll get those without. When are they planning on waking up? Uh, well, they have to be woken up. Oh, really? Oh, no, they'll fun. wake up in a minute. You remember that oh, very well. Okay. <laughs> in a minute. But that's <laughs> it only takes a, a minute. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, so you deal 2d10 damage <laughs> with 2D10. your strength modifier instead of... 16. It's got two hit points left. Oh. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. It is going to disengage again. It's going to bolt out the front door. Uh, we're out of combat. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, dun, 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 dun. You can chase it down if you it, want. So. No, there's still two enemy combatants on the floor. Oh, they're not, I mean, they're not combatants, but we can be out of initiative for oh, okay. at least 34 seconds. And yeah, when yeah. they wake up, let me tell you, they're not going to be in a fighting mood with all of you standing around them. <laughs> I'll tell right, you that I much. Still am. Um, what would you like to do? Like I'm going to hit them with loot. my Warhammer. Oh. Uh, okay. Um, Very honorable. Let's take I have a an oath. I have to keep it. Um, tell me the exact tenets of your oath, if you wouldn't be so kind. Uh, the oath of conquest. Must defeat conquest. everything. Must defeat all enemies. Conquest all. I am a conquestador. Wow. Well, not me. The elephant. My victory must strike fear into the hearts of all enemies. I rule with an iron fist, tolerate no dissent, strength alone above all else. I will, I will point out on a meta note that it's very hard for a creature to have fear struck into its heart if it's dead. The cat's afraid, though. The is point it? is that I will kill all enemies until they are dead. Right. If they are in the room, they will die, or I will die fighting. Okay. Um, beautiful. And something can also die afraid. If nobody stops her, she brains these two guys helpless on the floor, and they are dead. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> and that's where we'll end our episode. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> um, so, so definitely staying with the evil... Thing. No, not at all. That's so fucking evil. How? Pl- no, no. It's evil to your code. It's not evil to no. mine. No. To be fair, oh. you have come back from the dead, so you could do a whole. You came back wrong. Well, no, no, no. She's she is lawful to the way that she believes love should now be. And she's she's stuck with the oath of conquest. She took that before she. She didn't actually hit third level before she died. She never got a chance to take an oath. She did. Didn't she? You all died at second you died at second level. Well, one of the choices that I made is because yeah, I was stuck by sort of, that oath. Huh. No. It's one of the character choices I just, that like, I had to make because of that oath. You hadn't taken your oath, I just assumed you were sticking with the same oath for the sake of having the same mechanics and knowledge. Um, based on your other offer of like having a bit more of a compassionate element when she you come back that you would take the oath. She's still in defense of her family um, and her What's its face? Um, like the standard oath of devotion, which is a bit nicer. That's, that's done. Oh, that's good. It's been said. What a twist.